To reiterate the theme for our discussion this hour is meaningful materials. So specifically talking about the materials that go into creating a work of art and the meaning that's ascribed to those materials. This is by Shajaguru, the medicine Buddha, Buddha of healing and medicine from Tibet. This is a painted banner from the 14th century called a tanka, T-H-A-N-G-K-A, a tanka, translates as a flat painting uh, in the Tibetan language. Tankas are meditative objects, devotional objects, representations of Buddhist divinities or images of Buddha himself in his multiplicity of forms. There are infinite forms of the Buddha. This is the form of the Buddha of healing, of medicine. His name is Baishadjaguru. Don't worry, that won't be on the quiz later. As a meditative piece, the devotee will meditate in front of the object, sometimes seeing themselves, projecting themselves into the image as a, a point of concentration upon the qualities that the Buddha, who is represented, the qualities that he embodies. So this Buddha of healing and medicine, healing of the body, healing of the mind, honing the mind and eliminating human vices like desire and, and uh, greed and, and arrogance. The meaningful material that we're talking about here, though, is the blue. The blue skin of Buddha by Shadjaguru, that's, that's composed of lapis lazuli, a type of uh, naturally occurring semi-precious stone, though it's exceedingly rare. And in this part of the world, it's, it's found only in the remote mountainous region of uh, northeastern Afghanistan. Yet, it is a prized object for thousands of years in cultures all around in Asia, as well as the Mediterranean region. The Egyptians imported lapis lazuli from Afghanistan. That tells you just how prized it was. And so this, this stone is ground up and mixed with a binder to become a, a, a type of paint. What's great is if you catch the reflecting light, you might see a little bit of glistening of the mineral within the skin of the Buddha here. The color blue also associated with well healing qualities, much as we discussed with jade previously, the idea of consuming lapis lazuli uh, also has these, this healing curative properties to it. And simply the blue color of clarity, of purity, of healing, and a curative force. What's also wonderful about this tanka is it has this built-up, golden, textured, three-dimensional value of these gold bosses that run all around the rim and even within his textile, too. So do come up close and take a look. There's some contour, some three-dimensionality to the built-up gold on the surface. He's surrounded by a myriad of other Buddhas, also Buddhist divinities of a variety of sort. Some of them actually are Hindu gods who are incorporated into Tibetan Buddhism. There's a variety of uh, Buddhas and Lamas up at the top. Also these other divinities here. We have these many gods here holding these, uh, yeah, they're holding large mongooses. I believe these are gods of prosperity and wealth. And then these four armored protector divinities. Commonly on images of Buddha, you might also find two lions at the base here. 
Lions are some of the most ancient Buddhist symbols, and the earliest of Buddhist arts depicts lions roaring out the message of Buddha in the four directions. Then there's a fellow right there, seated underneath this beautiful multicolored lotus platform. So the lotus is a common element we find in Buddhism as a metaphor for uh, enlightenment from the darkness to the light. The lotus flower grows in the dark marshy waters. Upstairs we call them water lilies, right, in our paintings of Monet, but here the lotus blossom. So a metaphor for enlightenment. Underneath we find an image of an historical figure. His name's Padmasambhava, an Indian mystic who in the 8th century introduced Buddhism to Tibet. So he's revered as a very powerful spiritual saint, in essence, uh, in the Tibetan Buddhist faith. Yeah, so these banners are meant to be portable. You can roll it up, you can transport it for the itinerant uh, monastic community of Tibetan Buddhism or Buddhism altogether. So certainly these portable shrines, as opposed to Buddhist imagery and cave paintings, so these, these pilgrimage sites one goes to as an act of piety. Here you have a portable devotional object, meditative object that you can take around with you. So the meaningful material in this work of art, though, is the lapis lazuli. While there are many meaningful symbols and motifs throughout as painted images, the use of the actual physical material of the stone lapis lazuli in this object imbues it with power, but at the same time is symbolic of the power that the image represents.